So thank you so much for joining me today, Senator Lamone, and congratulations on your election to the 19th District State Senate seat. Let's begin with a bit of background into who you are. Can you tell me about your experience growing up in Santa Barbara and educational background? Absolutely. So um, I was born and raised in Santa Barbara, and uh, my parents are immigrants from Mexico. Um, I attended public schools in the Santa Barbara area, and um, I was actually an ESL student. And it was through the education pathway um, that I started to get an interest in, in just kind of working with students. Um, and, and as a K through 12 student, I certainly didn't really know what I was gonna end up doing, but I ended up going to, uh, to UC Berkeley where I got involved with a lot of outreach, um, student initiated outreach, and that inspired me to get involved uh, with education. I came back to the community after completing my BA at UC Berkeley and spent a number of years working at Santa Barbara City College and working with uh, students who wanted to pursue educational pathways to enter college. So a lot of K through 12 students, community college transfer students, and uh, also started to get a taste for what it was like for students uh, to achieve their educational success and understood that in order for them to achieve that success, they cared more, you know, they also cared about issues, not just relevant to the classroom, but issues in the community. So jobs, education, healthcare. Um, I then pursued my master's in education at Columbia University Teachers College and came back to the, uh, to back home and spent a number of years working at UC Santa Barbara, doing similar work, but with older students, with students in graduate school that were looking to become professors or students in undergrad who were looking to enter PhD programs. Uh, and uh, I got involved with nonprofit organizations because I understood that the success of the students that I was working with didn't just depend on the classroom, but depended on um, what was happening outside. And all of that ended up getting me involved um, with community groups. That community involvement is what inspired me to run for school board in 2010. And uh, when I got to the school board, people said, wow, you should really think about running for something else. At the time, I was really, really just focused on um, school board. But I eventually in 2016 ran for state assembly. I have served in that role for four years. And um, now I'm in the state, um, you know, headed to the state Senate. I'm the senator elect um, for this area. But so much of this started from working with students, um, working with students and their families and knowing that success comes not just from the classroom, but from what happens in the community. Um, and I'm very proud that that's really kind of what's been the root um, and the foundation of my interest in getting involved with public policy. So you mentioned that prior to representing the 37th Assembly District, you served six years on the Santa Barbara Unified uh, School District Board and also worked as Assistant Director of the McNair Scholars Program at UCSB. How will your previous experience as an Assemblywoman and local educator help you succeed in the 19th District State Senate seat? Well, I think that being connected to the community has really helped um, me understand what the desires and the values and the interests are of the community. So when I go to the legislature, you know, in, in the assembly, I've been able to kind of really be a liaison in terms of the voice um, for the district. It doesn't mean that everyone agrees with you. Um, certainly when you represent half a million to a million people, you're never going to get everyone to agree with you. But it does allow for us to understand where a lot of the district falls in terms of what issues are important to them. So, for example, protecting, you know, our coastline, ensuring that we have clean air and clean water. Um, those are all elements that I think are very important. 
um, to us. I, I know that for me, having worked um, at UCSB as the assistant director of the McNair Scholars Program, um, I've always been very inspired um, with looking at what we can do to support students in higher education. So for example, my very first year in the assembly, my very first bill that I ever introduced um, was a bill that came from my work with students, um, specifically students at UCSB. It was related to the food hunger program. And so we were able over you know, a number of years to work to ensure that we found funding um, for food pantries and food programs all across the UC, CSUs and community college system. Um, and that came from the fact that I had worked on a campus and I saw what it was like to start the very first volunteer um, staff kind of food pantry program that served students and, and see what happened um, from there that it became an established program. So I think that for me, um, those are some of the elements that I uh, certainly uh, look at in terms of uh, inspiration, but people in the district bring bills to me. Um, but also I, th I think there's ways that we identify, for example, um, you know, the need to respond to issues in the district. So when the Thomas fire hit Santa Barbara County, then the debris flow, um, I ran a number of bills related to emergency services, to notifications, to preparation, response, and recovery for um, natural disasters. And so that's something that also came out of really just recognizing the needs of the district. So during your campaign, you stated that uh, your two main priorities, if you should win, would be response and recovery from COVID-19 and, as you mentioned, wildfire and natural disasters prevention. Now that you've secured the seat, how do you plan on addressing these two issues in a proactive and efficient manner? Well, COVID is still on the top of the list in terms of what we must address and the issues that are in front of us. They're impacting the lives of, of everyone in our community in some way. And so uh, we continue to look at, at what we can do as a state to ensure that our health facilities, that our health workers, that our frontline workers, that our first responders um, to the health crisis um, have the supplies and the resources they need to be able to deliver care um, and to provide broader access to care in an effective way that serves all communities. That's actually very hard to do. If you look at the district, um, there's areas of the district like Santa Barbara that have access you know, to a hospital, um, but there's areas of the district like Guadalupe that have to drive a little bit further to get access. Um, there are people who work all day that have you know, a harder time finding a, a time to leave work um, or to uh, you know find or, or to get away to, to be able to take care of themselves to make an appointment these are all things that impact all of us and so I want you know it's been as a member of the health committee I've been very focused on making sure that we have access um, to care um, but also that those that provide access have the resources necessary and this is a world pandemic so it's actually much harder to do um, you know uh, it's easier said than done really um, these are hard things to do to ensure when so many millions and millions of people um, in, in this world right now um, have been impacted by this. So we will continue to see that. We also have the economic recovery side of it. So what does it look like when we are healthy, when we can lift some of these restrictions? How are we going to help um, the community um, come back? You know, who's going to be first? What does the tiers look like? Um, and in what ways can we as representatives ensure that the local voice um, is, is reflected in some of the state guidelines? And so we've spent a lot of time doing that. 
um, a lot of time getting information out to our community. And that's something we'll continue to do. Um, the impact has been pretty great. There's a lot of people who are relying right now on unemployment, on the Department of EDD, um, who are trying to navigate state agencies. And so for those reasons, um, we, you know, we've had an 11 town halls that we've done on different areas. Um, but giving people access to information is really critical um, at, at, at this time, but also receiving that information and getting information from individuals so that we could be the liaisons at the state level to ensure that the process to open up our community in a safe way um, is effective. Besides COVID-19 and wildfire prevention, what issues are of most importance to you and the 19th district and how do you plan to address them? One of the, the, the things that I've learned in terms of being in public office is that um, sometimes we have, as elected officials, our own interests and priorities. However, the district um, does require that we respond in a way um, to, that are, you know, that, that's aligned to the needs of the district. Mm -hmm. So the needs of the district sometimes change. And I think that that's been, you know, we can see that example with the Thomas fire, with the, the debris flows, um, with COVID. And so it's so important for elected officials to be able to jump and say, here's the needs and the needs come first of the district. Um, certainly when I went into public office, um, you know, it was really understood that I had a background in K-12 education, a background in higher ed. I've run bills every single year in this particular space. It was also understood that our district um, really prioritized environmental policy, um, particularly policy um, to save taxpayers from the burden of having to clean up. Um, you know, some of the abandoned and orphaned oil wells um, in the community. And I've worked on that as well. Um, I've worked on issues that I think are more broad related to consumer protection, um, specific to, I know, UCSB readers, um, student loans. Um, I've been someone who's been working to try to ensure that we have um, a process of, uh, you know, a loan process, um, right, you know, from the beginning to the very end to the last payment, right? From the time you take out a loan to the very last payment you make that ensures that consumers are protected, that ensures that there's um, you know, appropriate information given to consumers, the consumers being those that are taking out the student loans or any other loans um, that, is, uh, that helps that individual make the right choices, that helps that individual um, get the right information that doesn't put that individual um, in, in deeper and greater debt um, than that that initially has. And so I've worked on a number of issues, right? Environmental issues, consumer protection issues, education issues, and certainly as the vice chair of the Women's Caucus, um, I've worked on a number of issues in terms of how we advance um, the role of women in the workplace, um, but how we also get equal protection and equal laws and equal pay uh, for women. So those are some of the, uh, the broader issues that I work on, um, but, it, but of course, um, you know, the needs of the community come first. And looking back at Hannah Beth Jackson's two-term tenure in the seat, how will you expand on the work that she's already done or perhaps do differently? Well, I think that uh, Senator Jackson and I um, represent the district and as such, we move forward the values of the district. And, and I think that that should be stressed that whether you're an elected official, you know, whatever, whoever, wh whoever you are, I think the district does um, uh, share some values. And so I would hope that no matter who got um, the, the seat that they would represent those and those might be the same, right, in relation to, as I've explained, environmental protections, public education, access to healthcare, all of those elements. Um, I think, you know, we're two uh, different individuals in, in that, um, you know, I, she came from a legal background. So you see that she has a lot of, you know, a lot of interest and in work um, in the judiciary area. 
um, in the legal system um, and making sure people have access to justice in every way. Um, and I came from the education background. Um, and so I spent a lot of time looking at education issues in K-12 and in um, higher ed. So I think that, you know, those are some of our differences just really based on, on our own trajectory and how we got to the legislature. But the values I think will be um, the same because the values are driven not by the elected official, but by the community. And lastly, looking forward, what do you anticipate will be the biggest challenges as, move, as you move into this role and how do you plan to overcome those challenges? I think certainly the pandemic, COVID is the biggest challenge in front of us. Um, and I don't think that we overcome them individually. I think we overcome them collectively. We do so by working with our counties and our cities and the state. Um, we you know, attempt to align these guidelines and recommendations for our community. Um, and we do so in a way that prioritizes safety first and then the other elements of reopening and recovery. Um, but these things are tied. And so I think that that's gonna be the biggest, biggest challenge that we have. Um, certainly uh, as someone who will now uh, represent nearly a million people in California, um, representing nearly a million people who don't agree, who live in different regions and different counties, um, who have a different perspective, um, brings its own challenges. But I think it's, um, you know, it goes back to, you know, where, where, where are, what are the values of the district? And even if you can't, um, you know, make every single person, million people happy, um, what, you know, are you falling in line to the, where the majority of the district wants you to be? And so that will be something else that um, I think will be important. All of us are learning to communicate, to interact, um, to serve in this role in a different way under COVID. Um, and I, I think that that's it. That's, um, you know, that's part of what we've learned over the last eight, nine months, um, you know, how to communicate, how to get this information out differently. Um, we used to do in-person town halls. Now it's all virtual. Um, so I think that those are all some of the elements that will um, come into play. Um, but no doubt that COVID and, uh, you know, the economic impact that COVID has had is the top on the list. Thank you so much. And is there anything else you'd like to add? No, um, I think that's it. And, you know, I appreciate the role that UCSB um, has always played in being advocates um, and influencing the, the work that I've done. Um, in the legislature. So I look forward to that continued partnership um, with the campus, but also with the students, the staff, um, and the community at large in uh, UCSB and Isla Vista. Thank you to Senator-elect Lamone for joining me to discuss her transition into her new role as State Senator of the 19th District. With KCSB News, I'm Ashley Rush.